almost, almost had an opening to go the length of the field to score a famous try. But Uruguay will not get a point. The All Blacks have pitched a shutout in Leon. They have gone past 50 and some again for the third straight game at this tournament. And right now the All Blacks are top of their pool. They wait for France and Italy. But they have beaten a courageous Uruguayan side in Lyon, comfortably so. It took them a while to get going. It was nil all after 20 minutes. But the men in black have beaten the men from South America by 73 points to nil. Christian Cullen. Well, time for a quick post-game wrap before we head to a break. Thanks to Victor on Gas Bottle Swap. Your thoughts on that performance by the New Zealanders. Well, I don't, I don't know if they'll be overly happy. Like, they've got, like, it's 73 points. You'd think that's quite convincing. But I reckon there'll be a few little things in their game. Oh, yeah, we can score tries. There's no doubt about that. But I think there's a real struggle and battle around that tackle ball area. And I think when you play bigger and stronger and fitter teams, that you need to be, the accuracy around that area needs to be better. And I think Uruguay were pretty good in that area and slowed a lot of the ball down for the All Blacks, which uh, we know the All Blacks like to play quick ball. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they'll be 73 for nil, they'll be happy with the nil, but there'll be some areas in that game that uh, they'll look at, you know, we need to be better. Yeah, I was really impressed with uh, Uruguay, you know, yeah. really courageous play at the end, that, that sort of typifies what they're all about, they were all spirit, weren't they? Well, yeah, well I mean look, they made 185 tackles, yeah okay, they missed 45, but they, they tried hard and they had the opportunities in their first yeah. half, they could have got a, got a, got a uh, couple of tries and made the All Blacks for their first 20 odd minutes worked really hard and they couldn't get into their game so you know credit to them I mean they're, they're, a, they're a good side and they'll um, tier two it's, they're a good team yeah full of uh, courage they were um, and if we don't give the toughest of the day thanks to Hard Yaka nothing's tougher to Manuel Aral uh, Kali um, later in our full post game show I'm never talking to you ever again <laughs> do you understand? Right. <laughs> message okay. received yep. brilliant stuff Okay, a Victor on gas bottle swap, easy, safe, quick and convenient. It has finished in Lyon, the All Blacks 73 points to nil winners over Uruguay. We'll just hold here for the time being because before getting to our break and then we'll come back with uh, all of our big talking points and reflections. Uh, we're just waiting for the uh, on-field interviews which come pretty smartly after the end of the game as we peer into the box from our wonderful spot. Our commentary box, thanks to Kogan Mobile, we see Esteban Menezes, the head coach of Uruguay, who's not moved. Tears welling up in his eyes. Let's hear from the man of the match, Damien McKenzie. Presenting the trophy is 12-year-old Ugo. Damien, congratulations. Um, a fantastic individual performance, a great team performance, but two tries, two assists. I mean, you must be very happy about this. Yeah, I think it was a really enjoyable game. Um, pretty free-flying. Uh, it took us a long while, long time to break um, Uruguay, to be honest. Uh, they defended us really well, and, and then we managed to have put some points on the board. So, yeah, really proud of the win and effort from the lads. Into the quarterfinals you go. You must be, uh, you know, happy days. That's like a good place to be now. For sure. Um, you know, we've got to where we want to uh, want to be. We know we've got to get better from this week and, and move on to the quarters, whoever we play. And um, you're really, really excited for the week to come. 
And what about that little bit of a, you know, the the pass, the little offload uh, just down the sideline? Talk us through that quickly. Um, got pretty lucky, to be honest. Uh, that it bounced up to me and placed like Will Jordan on the inside, scoring tries. So um, yeah, lucky that one bounced my way. Congratulations, thanks, you Thanks, mate. So he wins the Mastercard uh, Player of the Match. That's uh, the World Rugby Award, and he's firmly going to be in the mix for our Take Charge Player of the Match. Uh, thanks to MG Performance Retold with MG4 Electric. Christian Callum will dish out that a little bit later. Uh, but McKenzie's made for games like this where it's fast, it's furious, there's broken defensive lines. He is just such a handful. I, I'm not sure if he's done enough to to win the 15 jumper for a quarter final, but he's got to be firmly in the mix for a spot on the 23, right? Yeah, well, that's... Yep, the uh, 16 to 23 is probably where he... He is going to be if he's going to be there at all. So that's, uh, I mean, it's going to be tough for uh, Foster and his uh, Andreas, selection panel. To the end result wasn't the result that you're after, but up until the 20 minute mark, that was fantastico. Yeah, I mean, today we were against the best team in the world, you know, and uh, sometimes uh, you just have to keep pushing and uh, try your best. I think we, we did our best and we sure can be very proud of us ourselves. Where do you go from this um, in terms of you know Uruguayan rugby? Um, how do you build from this now? Well, I think we did an amazing uh, amazing World Cup, you know, uh, playing France, the host nation, uh, Italy, Namibia we won and uh, now New Zealand again playing the best team in the world and you know it's all it's about learning and uh, trying to give our best and uh, trying to grow sport in, in Uruguay. Gracias, thank you very much. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Andreas Villaseca holding his beautiful young daughter, speaking at the end of what might be his last Rugby World Cup game. He's played 70 times for his nation. Proud, proud leader. A great occasion for them, but they look—they look pretty devastated, emotional team, and I, I love the emotion they showed in the first 20 minutes. But when when Villaseca and they, they'll review the tape, they'll look back at those little moments, and he was involved in a couple of them. They scrummed deep inside the New Zealand 22. He coughed the ball up as he's kind of half being put through a gap. It's those little moments. He's probably going to rue for a while. Yeah, well, they got over the line. Was it once or twice? They had their couple of lineouts five meters out. So they definitely had their opportunities, yeah. And that, I mean, Villaseca with the short ball, I think he was he was half through if he had caught that. Not, not that they would win the game, but those little things when you're playing tighter matches and, and whatever other test matches that they're going to play, but those little things they've got to nail. Yeah, and I, I just like how they, just the respect they show, even though the All Blacks, they're not number one in the world, but they, they say that, and I think it's quite cool that um, these teams that play the All Blacks you know, they, they, still, they still class them as, as the number one in the world, even though they're not. And, you know, just huge respect. And they should be proud of their efforts. I mean, you know, some of these guys are going to go back to France and play in that league, and it's just going to make them better and better as, as the years go on. So, yeah, uh, most of them are head back to Uruguay to play for Penarol. And yeah. Uni yeah. Universidad and other clubs like that. They're, Sam, they're largely out of Uruguay. Here's Sam Kane. Um, how satisfying was it for you to play those full 80 minutes? Yeah, mate, it was great. Um, it's quite a, quite a tough uh, test match, particularly in that first half. Um, 
were made to, to really work for it. I think that first 20 minutes we showed um, some good composure and patience to not allow frustration to creep in. We stuck to our guns and we started getting um, some rewards. I, I thought uh, the Uruguay team, they've been outstanding this World Cup. They've been, they've been really impressive, enjoyed watching their their passion, their ability to throw the ball around. So uh, congratulations to them on a, on, a, on a really good World Cup. Question on that man who's got 150 caps now for the All Blacks, 23 Rugby World Cup matches, you know, in his pocket, Sam Whitelock. How has he influenced you over your career? Oh, mate, it's a phenomenal achievement. Uh, it's, it's a lot of test matches, and I think anyone who's played a test match knows it's not just the game of the weekend, it's all the work that goes into it, and he's someone who epitomises uh, professionalism and, and a lot of the work that he puts in during the week is, is relentless and I think that's one of the reasons he's been able to have such a long and successful career so obviously he's a huge part of this team. It's good to see you back Sam, thank you. Ah, thank you mate, good to be back. It was Sam Kane speaking uh, after his side's big win. Uh, that is the uh, official conclusion of the on-field interviews if I'm not mistaken. Sam Whitelock in the stands, having a little uh, photo opportunity with his family. Man in front of him, side half the team. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> they looking pretty proud, aren't they? <laughs> Man, Mr. Barrett. Mr. Smiley, yeah, big, big finger up. He's like, yeah, a few of my boys out there today. Right, let's recap the scoring before we get to a break. 73 points to Mr. nil. You came into oh, in fact, let's hear from the Uruguayan coach. My apologies. The first got 20 wrong. minutes, electrifyingly good rugby from Uruguay. Uh, but then New Zealand turned up. Just talk us through it. Yes, the, I, I'm very proud of my, the, the players, the staff. Uh, we come here for, for make history. Um, we make history and... I'm very proud. It's, uh, New Zealand is the best team of the world, and we we play the first 20 minutes very good. And they are a very tough team and in the contact. Uh, but I'm very proud for for the work for the World Cup for Uruguay. Yeah, well, have you got a message for all of the fans back home and everybody who's been watching Uruguay here in France? Uh, I love the passion that the players play. It's incredible. It's incredible this passion. Uh, they play with the heart and very good, very good player, very good people. I love them. You can be proud of them. Gracias, Esteban. Por favor, gracias a ustedes. Esteban Menezes, the uh, head coach of uh, Uruguay, and he should be proud of them. Uh, they achieved what they wanted to which was to win another game at a World Cup, and they did that in their previous game, beating Namibia by 36 points to 26. They were down 14 points to nil after 11 minutes. Uh, it was always going to be tough uh, to get up and take on the All Blacks the last game of group play. They gave it everything for 20 minutes. It was nil all after 20 minutes. Damien McKenzie going over, scoring the first try of two for him. Moanga got a try. Jordan got two. Roy Gard one. Fletcher Newell. And then uh, Fyinga Nuku got a second-half hat-trick to Mighty Williams. Here is the All Blacks coach and his yeah, You must be very um, proud, very happy with that performance. So you're seeing that this New Zealand team are really going in the right direction now? Yeah, really proud of it. You know, I thought uh, Uruguay really hoed it in that first 20, didn't they? And they showed a massive degree of spirit and and uh, managed to sort of, I guess, slow that game down. But um, we held our composure really well and I thought quite clinical. Very, a little bit different from last week in that we really had to grind our way through that contact area. It's hard to get quick ball, but... Um, 
pleased with the patience. The first 20 minutes, what, what were you looking at when you were seeing that they were just holding fort and, and turning ball over? Oh, look, it's, we actually expected that sort of game, to be honest. We talked about that this was going to turn into a bit of a bun fight at the breakdown. I think we flagged early that we were really impressed with some of their work over the ball. And it took us a while to break it down. But they put a lot of energy into that, that, that period and uh, reaped some rewards. But I guess it's how to, how to sustain that for 80 minutes. Now the quarterfinals, congratulations. You're through to the, uh, you know, to the knockout stage. Yeah, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Thanks very much, Ian. Thank you. Cheers. I love Ian Foster's taking that opportunity to say thanks very much and then nip off before there's any follow-up stuff. Uh, brilliant on-field uh, coverage as always out of the World Cup. Uh, we do appreciate all those um, making themselves available. We will take a break, though. Uh, when we return, it will be our full post-game show. Uh, Kelly loves dishing out the awards uh, his, <laughs> in his favourite moments of the game, etc., etc. Uh, we'll head off to the break. It's just gone past 10 o'clock here in New Zealand, one minute after. The All Blacks, 73 points to nil over Uruguay, and for the time being, top the pool, but they are definitely through to the quarter final. 73 points to nil. Welcome to our post-game show here on SENZ after the All Blacks have run up a, third, a 73 points to nil victory over Uruguay, our post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. All right, just a few um, notes from Christian Callan, who's been furiously writing them. Uh, you, you talked about the game a little bit earlier. Just in summary of that, to those late in who might just be switching on the radio, maybe we've watched the TV coverage, want to get some instant analysis. Um, 73 points nil, it sounds great. Was it as good as the scoreboard reads? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think, I mean, this is just me personally. Some some of these teams looking at that game would go, oh, yeah, okay, that's like Ireland or France or South Africa. You know, that's nothing to be to worry about. Last week, I think, was a different story. Yes. I think they really laid a state, put a statement down there last week and, were really good, but this this week, yeah, and there was a few changes and a few players coming back from whatever injury and haven't played a lot of game time. They were they were a little bit off, and around that, especially you heard um, Fozzie talk about it around the contact area was uh, was a tough, was a grind, and so some of these bigger teams will look at that and go, "Yep, okay, if we we can do that for eighty minutes, they won't do it for twenty thirty like Uruguay, and the game over up and they got seventy three points. So that that's probably one concern and one one area I think the ABs will. Uh, will look to try to tidy up as the accuracy around the clean-out, you know. But in saying that, Uruguay were lying all over the ball. They were slowing it down. And they got a, I don't think they even got a warning, maybe one warning in the whole game. Yeah, Wayne Barnes was a, a little bit... Yeah, until, uh, and is that, is that because it's because the, the scoreboard was... Maybe. ...was blowing out, and if it was a tighter game, maybe there might be some other warnings and yellow cards. I don't know, but but they were insane. They were good. They were, Uruguay were quite good at that area and slowing it down. And you heard their coach talk about that's... What they wanted to try and do is, is, is slow that ball, that all black ball down. It was such a high bar they sent against. Yeah, it was Italy, yeah. right? So there's always going to be a bit of a come down. But if there's one word, I I, I would hope it's probably connection. I don't think they were as connected. Whether no. it was at the breakdown, getting their own numbers um, to, to deal with a really, really um, you know willing uh, Uruguayan defensive team, and some of their loose forwards, the Uruguayan loose forwards were fantastic over the ball. But you know there were a li little bit of Know, not connections at the basis yeah, yeah, of scrum, yeah. at the base of breakdown. There were some passes go to go to hand in midfield. And that's combinations, right? It's like intensity-wise. It's very hard to get it at training. So these boys can train all week and they can train together and Jacobson to, to Roy Gard and, yeah. yeah, it goes really good in training. But when you're under a little bit of pressure and you're a little bit tighter and, you know, the f fatigue factor and the the pressure at a game is different to training. So And you see a couple of little messy um, 
you know, flick under the legs from uh, from Jacobson, you know, uh, Whanganuku wayward pass there, and so they made a few mistakes that you probably wouldn't do at training, but game game situation is different, so that's just a combination thing. All right, let's get to uh, some of our awards, work backwards. Uh, what about the Farmside Great Moment, uh, brought to us by Farmside Mobile and Broadband? Well, the great moment, I thought, and it just popped up on the screen, and I know I gave him to him last week because there's 149 games, but he's now our most capped All Black. So he, well, he wasn't player today, or he just did a Sam Whitelock scenario, but run, running out by yourself, I ran out for 50 in Marseille yeah. against France. That How was, cool was that? Pretty cool, but to run out at a World Cup, 150 games, and he's, 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 he's done, a, done a double whammy. He's 150, so he obviously gets something for that, but he's our most kept All Black. All black. Amazing, so amazing. I, I just think that's uh, unreal. And to run out, and we see there at the end, his family was there. That's so, what I loved. So, uh, it's all about great moments. He, gets to, he, he climbs yeah. into the crowd. Yeah, Push yeah. the smiley Barrett out of the way. It <laughs> says, I need yeah. to get to my family. To, to you know, yeah, so no, another moment, great family. Another yeah. great family, the White Locks, yeah. along with the Barretts. I mean, how good. But to me, that's uh, just a great moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great shout to our Christian Keller now, Farmside. Great moment. Enjoy one bill with Farmside Broadband and Mobile. Now, Damien McKenzie was named the official player of the game. What about our own Take Charge player of the match with MG? For MG, electric quality. And performance with a seven-year warranty. Yeah, I think so. It was quite a tough game. It is a tough game. Like no player really stood out, and really it was kind of a bit of a mixture all over. But I mean, yeah, Damien did it. I mean, he did some nice, nice touches. The couple of his little little offloads and, and decision making, and so yeah, I mean, he, he scored two, assisted with two. That that uh, try set up for Will Jordan was um, was Dave McKenzie, like the one hander in, like. So I mean, yeah, I mean I'm a fullback, so <laughs> I'll be I'll be giving that to him uh, uh, tonight. I mean, obviously the World Rugby they they picked it as well, but it was a tough game to actually pick a a standout. Lister flying and Nuku probably needs um, an honourable mention. Three yes. tries, of course. Um, d- depending on if you believe the official website or the official host broadcasters, who had two different numbers on this, he's run for either 184 metres or 220-odd metres, which, uh, by my maths, is about one-fifth of all metres New Zealand's carried. He's busted a lot of tackles. He's another one, a bit like McKenzie, ironically, yep. who's gunning for a spot in 23. Yeah, yeah now, I mean, he made a couple of mistakes, but he hasn't played. You know, he got, he got gassed on the outside, got he caught. He got sort of bitten a little bit, got caught on the outside, and... They, when Uruguay almost scored and he, you know, threw a bad pass. But, I mean, hey, we can let him off for that because he, he ran, he, he was quite tired. But a lot of those yards were the pick and goes and know, he, the one-off he pops, runners. and he, he, he pops up in the weirdest places. Yeah, and I mean, when you get to big games also where we talk about this, say uh, we need guys that can bust the line, you know, bend the line and, and create fastball. And he's certainly um, one of those guys yeah. that can cause a bit of havoc around that area. This is going to get me emotional, Kelly. Uh our toughest of the day. Someone who really put their heart out there today and was our toughest of the day, thanks to Hard Jacker, workwear for a new breed of legends. Well, I know you. I'll let you say the name, mate. I'll let you say him because I know you were, um, even though they lost by 73 points, this guy was, uh, well, we would call him a menace. You'd call him a short. He's not that very, he's not big. No, he's not big. It's like oh, in yeah. boxing terms, oh. pound for pound. I, I don't know if anyone gets the most out of a size than Manuel Arau, uh, yep. who's 25 years young. Prior to this game, had the most steals. Um, he's been an absolute defensive uh, 
pest over the breakdown, you know, and has also forced a number of turnovers, and he did it again. But he almost scored a try, almost finished off that electric period of play where they had a try ruled out in the left-hand corner, foot clearly in touch. Well, but, do, do you know um, back in my day, Dan? Yeah, back, oh, back in your day. That would have been a try. Yeah. Because there would have been no cameras, no <laughs> angles. You just put the finger up, and the ref would give it. So I felt from 20 years ago, that would have been a try. It's a 73 to 5. Yeah. 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 In my fanciful world. But you're but right. He's he, only a metre 77, kids. He's Finlay Christie playing at number six. Yeah. There you go. A little bit heavier. But he's a follow me guy, right? So yeah. Yeah. he just, uh, as I said, I think during the commentary, you know, you, you need guys that just go follow me. I'll put my head in that dark space. Yeah. I'll put my body on the line. And he's uh, certainly one of those guys. All right. Let's. Uh, that was our toughest of the day, thanks to hard Yakka workwear for a new breed of legends. Manuel Adal, I'm looking straight at the camera, looking straight at you, my friend. Massive fan. Uh, Fletcher Living try of the day. All right, this is tough. Um, kick back with Fletcher Living. This is living. What say you, Cully? Yeah, well, it was a little uh, Mackenzie uh, Jordan show with uh, Mackenzie chipping the ball through, and it looks like it's almost gone out. And he's done the little one-hander, and there were, I think, three or four blue shirts floating around, and, Mc- and Jordan has just stepped back, found space, and I think he, Mackenzie's thrown it with one hand, and, and uh, Jordan has caught it with one hand. And then uh, Will Jordan runs it in for uh, his, uh, was it his first or second try? Whatever it was, it was pretty special. It was a very special moment indeed. Let's listen back to our Fletcher living try of the bag. Uh, try of the day, rather. Kick back. Kick back and relax. He drops it onto the foot, grabbing him behind. Sprinters on. McKenzie keeps it in the field of play. Oh, you are having a laugh, Damien McKenzie. How did you do that? Will Jordan gets the ball and then runs in unopposed, scores under the posts. Will Jordan gets five test match points, but that is all on Damien McKenzie. He can do things so few can do. Sorry, Kez, should really learn to shut up sometimes. That was our Fletcher Living try of the day. Kick back with Fletcher Living. Uh, this is living. You are with our post-game show. Thanks to Suzuki. Fully fitted offers uh, the uh, uh, ultimate outboard motor. We will take a break. On the other side, I'm going to ask Christian Callan to look a little bit further ahead and a quarter final. Stay with us. It is quarter past ten. All right, we're about to wrap things up here on our post-game show. Thanks for being with us throughout the morning. A big win for the All Blacks, 73 points to nil. A post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Uh, it would be rude of me if I didn't forecast the future, Christian Cullen. Of course, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge, so we're not compl- we don't have all the information at hand. Italy, France have got to play, of course. Um, Italy can still upset the apricot, even as unlikely as it sounds. Uh, then Scotland and Ireland's a huge game on Sunday, for which we'll have the call. But when you look ahead to a quarterfinal for the All Blacks, whether it is South Africa, whether it is Ireland, how are you feeling about it? And, and know that all the audience is going to hang off every word <laughs> in the next two or three minutes. Oh, I mean, I feel okay. I mean, I probably, and I know probably people will be thinking the same as me, that we've had two easy games. And probably only our toughest game was uh, the first one against the French, and I can't remember how long ago that was. Was that a month ago or something? So that's probably my issue is will they get enough through this the next period, the training period, intensity-wise? And as we said, it's hard to get that at training. Um, but the good thing is we know what to expect because whether it's, is it South Africa or Ireland? Is that who we'll probably face? Yeah, so we know what's coming. We, we know that it is what it is. And, and we know that we can beat these teams on our day. 
but the other issue is that if we don't have our day, we know that those teams can beat us. So that, and that's the beauty of the thing about the World Cup. Um, if you take your, I guess your your All Black hat off, is that there's five or six teams that can beat each other on their day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now everyone's been talking about that top four. I, I think like England's having a bit of a dream run with the draw. Uh, and I've always looked at their team on paper, even when they were yeah. losing games prior to this World Cup, going, you, you're actually got a good team there. So, but does the New Zealand style suit one of South Africa or Ireland more from what you've seen? Well, it depends who's refing and who's in the TMO box and uh, how slow the game is. I think Ireland, uh, they almost play a similar, but their, their ball carriers and their brutality is probably a bit more than us at yeah. this stage, I think. Um, but their, their skill set is, is a lot like us. I thought when they beat us in New Zealand that time, that we used to play like them, and we almost went into our shell, and they played like us. So now, but now I think they're even better in their brutality and Bundy Arke's best form of his life. Uh, South Africa, well, we know what they are. They're just, and they've always been the same. They can play that game, that white game, but man, I just see them just trying to slow the game down, kicking, brutality, which is great. They have the 7-1 split again, probably. Yeah, wait for their moments, because they, they do have strike weapons out wide. But why wouldn't you play to your strengths? That's, mm. that's what you do. I know people complain about it, but that's, it could backfire on them, or it might not backfire on them. I mean, I don't. They do seven one split, and we do a four three. You know, if they get a couple of back injuries, and that's that's their problem. But they're not going to do a seven one. Well, six, I've, surely I've, six two. I've done it before, but the good thing is we know what's coming. Yep. We we know it's not going to be a shock to us, but we have to we have to be on our A game because if we're not, we'll get beaten. But if you get through that, you get through the quarters, then your semi finals. I know we, we can go through the finals. Because you're on the other, you'll be facing some of these other teams that uh, I think have had a maybe an easier run. Let's look at the All Blacks lineup. We've got about a minute here, two, two minutes in fact here, Cully. Um, I'll bring up the team that started against Italy. That's the bones of the 23, right? No change in the front row. Well, you're talking front row here. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. Well, Sam Whitelock drops to the bench. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Rotelic and Barrett yeah. will start. Yeah. Shannon Frizzell, yeah. Sam Kane will come in for Papa Lee. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Yeah. That, it will happen. happen. He is all black. It will happen. It, it okay. will happen, yeah. Yeah, Artie. I did love the hesitation there. <laughs> Artie Savia. Yeah. Um, Smith and Moonga. Yep. Barrett Yuani. Yep. Uh, back three. Uh, back three. Well, I think they're going to still go with um, uh, Barrett at the back. And Lester, I know Jordan. Yeah, Will Jordan will be there. And then it's, uh, I reckon it's, a, um, it's an arm wrestle. Um, Talia hasn't done much wrong. Lester but... and Talia. Talia's been really good. Yeah. So would, do they do they have a scrap in the in the back office to see who gets in there? I mean that's that's quite a tough one. And I guess the other then the other mix up is on the bench. The bench is um Roy I think Roy Gard's done enough. I mean the our front rowers I have no idea, but uh, <laughs> I mean has has Dane Coles because I think Dane Coles had gone to third, but I think now he he yeah. might be the second guy. I think you're right. So he could be there. And he, numbers 22 and 23 are going to be really fascinating for me. Is yep. it a McKenzie? Is it a Fying Nuku? Yep. Is it a Leonard Brown? Kelly, it's always a treat to have you, my friend. We'll see you again Sunday morning. How good. Yeah, great game. Uh, Ireland and Scotland Sunday morning. we also got the game on Monday morning. Argentina and Japan, they're the games upcoming here on our Rugby World Cup schedule with Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. That wraps things up from Lyon where the All Blacks have beaten Uruguay by 73 points to nil and are off to the quarterfinals at Rugby World Cup 2023.